Hi there and welcome to Colour Fit Chat number five. This week you can see we're entering the Christmas spirit, which gives me an excuse to get stuck into the mulled wine. I'm absolutely delighted to say I've got my old pal Dave Carolan on the show this week. For me, Dave is an absolute leader in the field of performance. He's vastly experienced. He's got over 24 years under his belt and over a thousand games. He's worked in numerous roles, so right through from rehab up to head of performance to his current business roles in various sports, such as football, rugby and working for the IS. He even claims that he played for international level for youth uh, rugby for Ireland, but I personally have seen him run and know there's not a cat in hell's chance that this is the truth. He's also the founder of iDrills, which has been one of the leading coaching tool apps. It's been uh, sold in over 80 countries worldwide, reaching number one in a lot of countries. It was also the FA's chosen coach education tool. He's currently regional lead for Edge 10, which is one of the leading sports data management tools. Above all this though, Dave cares passionately about our industry and how we can best evolve to support our practitioners' needs. And with this in mind, he's due to launch the Association of Performance Practitioners in Sports with the aim of improving our support, our education and our protection, which are key areas that I think need driving. So I really hope you enjoy the show. I've seen, obviously seen it through and I think it's fantastic. If you want to get involved or ask questions, use the hashtag ColourFitChat and also tagging Dave at Dave Carolan and at Colour underscore fit. Hope you enjoy the show. Hi everyone, welcome to today's ColourFit Twitter chat. I'm Dave Carolan and today Tom has asked me to answer any four questions I'd like to in relation to performance and the industry as a whole. So let's get straight into it. First question is, how has the industry changed in the last 20 years? And for me, there's three major ways. First of all, there are so many more people doing our roles nowadays. When I started in the late 90s, there were perhaps only four to six people working in sports science across all of the 92 clubs. Roll on to today, and there's probably three, 400 people working in academies and first teams in British football. The second way is, of course, with more people, we have more specialists across all the, the five different performance aspects, nutrition, psychology, analysis, strength conditioning and sports science. There are more people specializing in each of these. And that's fantastic to see because we've got more knowledge and more in-depth data across each of these disciplines. And finally, technology. Of course, it pervades everything we do in sports science and performance. So we've certainly seen a rise in the implementation and integration of technology across all of the different aspects and certainly that has made new challenges for us for us as practitioners but certainly it's helped our work at no end but we have to be careful that data and technology doesn't override the other aspects of what we do which is the art of coaching so that's the answer to the first question so the second question was what are the future skill sets going to be for the practitioner who's coming into the game now and maybe wants to last into the future? First of all, I'd say you have to have excellent soft skills. And that doesn't mean just having great banter with the rest of the team or the players or the athletes. It means being able to work on the relationships that you need to work with these people day in, day out, and be able to separate when you need to use separate and different types of communication. 
um, be that with different populations and at different times. How you communicate is certainly going to be of huge value to the future practitioner. Um, after that, I think you need to be flexible and adaptable. You may have a core philosophy that you believe in, but as people change around you, and that might be athletes, it might be coaches and managers, you need to be ready to, to change what you do and be able to work with other people's ideas as well. So don't get too ingrained in what you think is right. You may have a firm belief and a core set of values, but you ne may need to be flexible with those. Uh, the final area I think is really important. It's the ability to filter. Um, and that's not just the research or the technology. It may be social media and all of these different influences that we're seeing coming along, which are going to maybe question what you do or how you do it, but also provide you with other solutions from potentially people with uh, really, really strong profiles. But really take the time to understand it, question it, and that filter is going to really help you stay ahead of the game. Third area I want to talk about is insurance and legal protection. Now it's vital that you make sure that you've got good people behind you should the worst happen. On the legal point, when you're going into a job or you're leaving a job, you're going to then need a good lawyer who can come in behind you. Now some associations provide some support, but it's important to understand whether that support is really of adequate level. And I don't just mean whether they give you enough cover, but whether the people are experienced in the environment of sport. So really check that out, that's important to look at. And from an insurance point of view, you need to make sure you've got more than your employer liability insurance. You need to look at having professional indemnity insurance and up to the value and even beyond that of the most expensive asset that's at your club. And if you move clubs, you need to make sure that you revisit that, especially if you go to a really high level, to make sure you've got the cover in place. Clubs are businesses, they will look to recoup costs if a practitioner does something to one of their players, which causes them to lose financially out on their asset. So it's important to check that out. Make sure that you've explored both areas, the legal and the insurance side, because it's going to pay dividends if you ever get into a situation, which hopefully you don't, that you need to call upon those people. So the last aspect I want to talk about is the whole idea of a representative body, an association for all of the performance practitioners that work across different sports and different disciplines. Of the five disciplines, sports science, strength and conditioning, nutrition, performance analysis and sports psychology, currently we kind of operate as separate entities and really there's an opportunity for us to come together. As we should be working as multidisciplinary teams, maybe we need to work together as a performance association. So really I see there being four key aspects of the performance association. First of all, what I've just spoken about, protection. Making sure we've got legal cover in place for any of our members but also giving them good advice as to where to get the best insurance and I think we've sorted that for when we launch in 2020. Second of all, promoting the people who do good work and talking about our industry in a really positive light. I don't think that's being done now and we really need to get out there and shout from the rooftops about the good work that our practitioners are doing, not only to help the players but also to help the clubs and the coaches and the managers. That's really important and that can open up a lot more opportunities for us as an industry and as practitioners to go into all sorts of life. We could go into corporate settings, education settings, we can help people socially, maybe even those who are unemployed who may need some help just looking after their health and well-being. Third of all, education. There's certainly lots of CPD out there, but is it really being 
funneled and uh, delivered to people in the right way. There's lots of competing uh, associations, um, groups, private groups, commercial groups who are all looking for your education pound. And maybe we need to look at how's the best delivered to the to the industry. So maybe we need to have this idea of proposing a kind of season ticket where you can buy up a season ticket and access loads of different education from loads of different associations. Let's see where that goes. Finally, of course, we are a big community. There's lots of us out there. We're all working at different levels of the game, but really we need to find some way of bringing it all together to allow people to perhaps um, benefit more from speaking to each other and seeing each other in a more regular basis in a better setting. So those four aspects I think are why I'm going to try and start in 2020 APPS, the Association for Performance Practitioners in Sport. Hopefully you can be involved. So a huge thank you goes out to Dave there for what I'm sure you'll agree was a fantastic show. Never mind the content, it was like Alan Wicker with all the different backgrounds on show and a beautiful array of scars as well. I totally agree with Dave that for young practitioners, developing communication skills is going to be one of your key assets. So for that, I would just recommend go out there, get as much coaching experience as you can, no matter what the level. And that will give you experience in communicating with athletes and coaches of all different backgrounds, different sports and different kinds, which again is going to be key. I also agree that unfortunately insurance is going to be more and more a factor in our industry. We've also all seen the ramifications that happened at Sunderland with quite a serious medical claim going on and I'm sure those things are unfortunately going to increase. But that's negative. The association is going to stimulate lots and lots of positives for our industry. So be on the lookout for it. So if you've got any questions or opinions, now's the time to fire them in. Use a, again, use the hashtag ColourFitChat and tag at Dave Calloran. Um, and Dave and myself will do our best to answer any queries or questions. Also hope to see you next week when we have a sleep expert Nick Littlehales on the show. So hopefully you'll tune in then. See you later.